0: One's a former NFL star turned esports coach. When I was getting the stink eye from my wife. She's like, what you doing? I'm like, nothing. <laughs> and one's a dad who can't stop playing Rocket League.
1: These kids these days, they're like, blah, 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 blah. we're used to jump and run. Together, they welcome you to Amon Green's Gamer's Lounge.
0: Welcome to Amon Green's Gamer's Lounge. I'm your host, Amon Green, along good, with my good friend and teammate, John Adias. John, how you doing, sir?
1: What's good, Amon? Can you hear me and, okay?
0: Yeah, I can hear you good. Just turn good, the good. little intro music down a little bit. I was keeping it rolling a little longer, letting the, the pregame music show go a little longer. You know, we got time, you know. So what's good with you, man?
1: Oh, i just been busy, you know, busy with work, busy with uh, with life, with women's basketball games. Badgers, congrats, beat Minnesota last night. So I was right. uh, calling that game last night. Okay. And just trying right. to stay warm through all the crappy, cold – extended period of cold it's finally you know it's it's the best iman when it's minus 31 week with the wind chill, and now today it's like 30 something is the high it's right it's amazing that difference in temperature you really like you feel 30 degrees you're like oh 30 degrees is warm
0: <laughs> yeah that's when i knew okay i have to move somewhere warm because i don't want to sit here and be like faking the funk on my my, my body and my mind like 30 degrees, 20, even 20 degrees. It's like, oh, that feels way better. Way better. Yeah, way, it's way, way less uh, layers you have to put on. You have to you know, start the car up if it's outside, especially if it's outside. Like, if you don't have a garage. You park on the street. You have to go outside and warm that car up at least five minutes or longer. And so, yeah, that's uh, Midwest living right there. Midwest, northeastern. Sometimes south or northwest, it gets a little chilly up in uh, the Seattle area, but not. I wasn't there with with freezing temperatures. I'll say that I wasn't there. It was cold, but not like below zero cold. It was like 30, 40 degrees up in Seattle. So that's not bad.
1: And you talk about like the heat, like that's the other thing I noticed last night driving home. It's like 33 degrees Mm -hmm. driving back from the game. And my car got hot it got like really warm because i was so oh, used yeah. to just heat all the way crank cranked and minus 30 wind chill it, it feels fine it feels better than if it wasn't on but you notice like oh the heat works better when it's 20 to 30 degrees
0: <laughs> yeah you figure stuff out real fast what's up smoke buds heavy in the chat along with a keto uh, my man alan we play halo together so if this is your first time coming into the gamers lounge um it's a show we talk about a little bit, of everything in the video game space. We talk about esports and then stuff that uh, that's around the culture, like movies and comic book movies in particular. But peripherals that are coming out games, obviously, that are coming out and and we're recapping. We've been recapping and we recap shows and uh, we have a few episodes left of season two uh, of Loki that's on Disney Plus. And we're on uh, episode, I think, five and it's six episodes or four. and And it's two more i think it's it's, yeah we're on episode four uh two more episodes to go so this is that show where we have a little bit of everything we're going to throw at you a lot of good information useful information in our quick hitting news bites that we're about to hit up but uh we just check in obviously with each other make sure everything's going good because we are really good friends and we got to know what's what's cracking um for myself hey i loved all the nfl football this weekend i mean it was some heck of a games record-breaking games um and games where obviously the Packers game didn't win in, you know, didn't end in a win, but I say, I've been saying this all week long. They died a soldier's death. They played great. They played better. If there was, if, you know, if it was a judgment thing, like, you know, how they, you know, the dive Olympic diving and all that, if it was a judging thing, Packers would have won that game off of judgment judging because the way they played from the start to the finish, only one or two mistakes, um were made by, you know, in between one with Jordan Love, defense not able to slow down Christian McCaffrey and the offense for the 49ers. So hats off to those Packers. Aaron Jones, I know those guys, Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, I know very well. Hey Amen. Shout out to y'all keeping the run game going and keeping the pack going. Um, hell of a season, just gotta know that. Um, and then great, I say great lean into going into the twenty twenty four season for them as well. They got a lot of good stuff that they did here in January to start the year off. So
1: um, the Packers could have won that game. Yes, Packers, and then there are probably some fans saying the Packers should have beaten the 49ers. There was Purdy threw them two picks. Mm-hmm. One was probably going to be a pick six, dropped both interceptions. Plus, uh, there was a fourth down uh, in Niners territory that mm-hmm. I think the Packers got. I think yes. Love yes. was over. They marked him short. They never yeah. looked at it again. I think that screwed the Packers. Obviously missed opportunities with field goals, with their rookie kicker. And then yeah. the thing that put him over the top Marvel. then is Jordan Love tries to make a play. And this is a learning experience for him, right, I'm on yep. As a first-year starter, less than a minute to go, trying to win in the playoffs. And he pulls a Brett Favre. You know what I mean? Like He throws <laughs> across his body at an important yeah, time and ends course, the game. Man. If you look, I saw a video online of the Favre interception from Minnesota when they were in the NFC Championship game when he threw the pick Yeah, against the Saints. I think that's the video. And yeah. it was side by side with Loves.
0: It was the same. It looked the same it, mechanics.
1: <laughs> and, and it was the same shot. It looked the exact same. It looked like and, the exact same play.
0: And, and I will go even further to the year 20 years ago. For us in the playoffs against Philadelphia, where he also threw an interception to give them the ball back at a crucial time in the game. And I would love to see his throw in motion compared to those with the with, matched up with that one, because it was an interception. He got blitzed from the left side of the offensive line. And I remember vaguely because l- earlier in the week I did the play action fake and we we're watching on film. And I said, Coach Sherman. So I went in practice. It was a blitzer off that side. Like we did a play action fake. I went to pick up the blitzer and then coach Sherman is like, come on, I don't want you to go do that. I'm like, why? He said, because we want you to you know, play out your fake. I'm like, Oh, I'm like, well, it's a blitzer. I say, that's why I picked them up. No, 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 no. Let's let, let him go. And I'm like, that don't sound good, but okay. You're my coach, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. and so when the game happened, it, it happened like that. So I play action fake and in my head, I could hear is, you know, you know, work out your, run out your fake. And so I did, but my body, my instincts was to go hit Brian Dawkins and just throw him off. Like, it probably wouldn't have been a perfect block, but I would have gave Brett enough time not to get pressured. And so go find that pitcher. It was the fourth quarter of the 2004 divisional round of the 2003 season Eagles game, whereas the fourth and 24 game when they had needed to convert and they did with Freddie, Um, he played wide receiver at UCLA. Freddie Mitchell. uh, Freddie Mitchell. Yep. And uh, he caught the first down that was like I say, fourth and 24, 26. 26. There you go, two more (laughs) yards on that thing. No, it's no, it's facts. You're right, fourth and 26. And yeah, so I'm pretty sure that throwing motion was scary, identical.
1: Well, here I found the video I was talking about. Do you want to see the Jordan Love and the the Vikings, Farv?
0: Yeah, yeah, throw it up, even though it's as a gamer.
1: So, this is this is the Love picked in the Niners game, uh, with Farv right next to him, uh, to and the viking season
0: oh wow oh (laughs) same thing oh my goodness to the right
1: sideline just just in the the air and across the body
0: yeah it's indoor stadium saints and vikings packers wow that's eerie
1: his legs do the exact same thing as farves and the the defender comes across with the same type of interception.
0: I say the defender's different. It's a linebacker instead of a corner. But, it's yeah, it's, wow. Hey, that's weird. It's so weird to see that. Interesting. So you
1: hope that that's obviously a learning experience for love and that, you know, it's like, hey, live to fight another down in the fourth quarter of a playoff game yeah you got to be smart
0: and uh, but even really
1: tough because you guys want to make that's the whole thing. That's it why you're tough. good is because is you tough. make plays.
0: Yeah, it's tough, man. I've, I've been in that situation myself as a running back trying to you know go for extra yardage as I'm stretching the ball out and it gets knocked out or run hard and then the ball gets knocked out because I'm running so hard and then people are hitting me, helmets are you know coming in the fray and it just happens so um it's kind of out of our control but we also got to be super hyper aware of guys coming down the line stripping for the ball so on that note we'll head over to our sponsor here a uh, sly so play is the central part of life whether it's digital or outdoors which i know in the midwest right now is not a whole lot of other than if you're ice fishing um driving the pickup trucks on the, the thick ice up in the up there you go exploring <laughs> your world is fun keep the good times rolling support your play with Boots, with Sly Boost, Sly Chill, and Sly Dream, and then explore. And we will be exploring that this weekend within the Nebraska Esports program. We have another team activity going on this Saturday from four to eight. And Sly is sending us a batch of the boost, a chill, and the dream for all the players to uh, have on. On uh, I say as refreshments to the event. And we have my uh, shout out to Chris over at, uh, or Nick, excuse me, Nick over at Muchachos here in Lincoln. They'll be sponsoring the event here with uh you like brisket tacos and brisket burritos john oh yeah that's next time you're in lincoln i'm gonna take you over to my man nick's place the muchachos is not far from the stadium it's not far from campus great burritos great tacos they have chicken they got beef and the beef is brisket oh my goodness Mm. it is the cheat day thing to do that is i go down yeah i gets down with muchachos so they are sponsoring hey. the event and also thank you to Sp- uh, Sly for sponsoring yeah. this show. So head over to uh, uh, Cookie News Bites. What's up, John? What you got? when was that pick
1: by far of you wanted in the Eagles game? I've got the entire it was Eagles
0: January right of 0-4. It was divisional playoff against it, it, the Eagles. It, it, was
1: it in the fourth quarter or it was overt-
0: third or fourth quarter. It was you know it had to be fourth quarter because we needed to I remember we needed to convert, like convert, you know, get a first down or get or keep the ball rolling, keep the possession. And we didn't. We got the turnover, unfortunately. So,
1: all right. I bet you I can find that here in two seconds. All right, I'll find the right time. So, was it like like the one of the final plays? Ye-
0: no, it wasn't the final play because the Eagles like won on a field goal. So it was within the last ten minutes of the game. Mm. You know, so it was like that. So let me get the screen ready for our. Quick hit news bites here. Let me get. Okay. Oh, let me run the audio for that as well. Here we go. I love this one. One of the better ones. Notorious Afro has put it together for us. All right. Quick hit news bites here. John, you're up first, sir.
1: Okay. Let me bring this up. So I found this. Uh, the top downloaded PlayStation games from the. P, uh, PlayStation Store of 2023. They they had a list. I found it on a couple of different websites, and one website was junk, so I was like, oh, we're not going to talk about this. <laughs> they didn't even list. Yeah. It was all in the paragraphs. Like, if I have a list, I want a list. Like, like give one, me Yes, I you love lists. The, the top downloads, the top this, the top that. Don't put it in a paragraph where I have to go find it. So this all is right. the best I could find. So here we go. As you can see on the screen, if you're watching, top PS5 downloads in the US and Canada. Hogwarts Legacy, the Harry Potter video game, number one. Yep. Call of Duty, number two. Spider Man 2, number three. Then it was Madden and NBA 2K rounding up, mm-hmm. rounding out the top five in the United States. And if you scroll down that list even further, you can see the top PS4 games for 2023 mm-hmm. that were downloaded. Call of Duty in the US. In Europe, it was EA Sports uh, 24. By FC, the way, 24,
0: that's the FC. new uh, FIFA.
1: Yeah, The FIFA 24, yeah. also the top downloaded PS5 game for yeah. Europe. They play soccer in Europe, man. What do you think of this when you see I love lists and end
0: of year, like lists and things like that? It's just uh, interesting. I say it's interesting because I like when I started looking at it, uh, getting ready for the show, I was like, hmm. Like when I get back to streaming again, I'm mm-hmm. like, hmm, I'm going to pick some games. <laughs> it's p- kind of pick the games out for me, you know um yeah. I do have a backlog of RPGs I have I have Hogwarts Legacy on my backlog and I have uh Baldur's Gate 3 and Spider-Man 2 I just started that during the break and I'm probably 25 percent through that it, that game goes so fast and so fun because you just you're just beating up the bad guys with 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 Miles Morales or Peter Parker you're yeah just, you're just beating them up as Spider-Man I'm running around flying around webbing around the city um, in New York there. And so, but FC2, I have that. I haven't played it yet either. I want to try it out. Obviously, Europe, we know soccer's huge over in overseas outside the U.S. So not I'm not surprised with that. But I was say, wait, are,
1: are you? I mean, so you're not surprised because obviously sports games are huge in the United States, but the top sports game was Madden in, in the fourth spot. Not surprised that it's Madden, but our, our top sports game comes in four. Their right. top sports game comes in one.
0: Right. Because, I would say because, like, there's probably more there's more gamers out there towards FPS and RPG than sports games. It's okay. not the popular genre like it was probably, like, 15, 20 years ago. Because all the RPGs, I mean, you see Jedi Survivor right behind 2K, and yeah. then Gate, then Diablo, then another sports game. So you only have one, two, three sports games in that first list. And you could count the, oh, MLB The Show. And then i say mortal kombat that could, and then wwe 2020 uh, 2k23 that those who so they got actually i take that back it's a lot of sports games in the in the yeah. top part of 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 the list the list here and they also have ps4 here so so it just knows that i say it's a nice variety of uh rpg fps fps gamers in america here so other countries really 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 like sports <laughs> <laughs> Uh yes, Akendo, you are definitely right on that as far, that point there. Um and then for our, you know, we like RPGs, like I love RPGs. That's why I said I got, like I said, Baldur's Gate. I got, I still got to finish God of War, Ragnarok. That's that's not good, but it is what it is. I think I'm not the only one of a gamer that has a backlog of games and mostly RPGs because now the RPGs these days they're super long. They're not. You could beat in a hours. Know, two hours. Yeah, two hours on a Monday or two hours on a Saturday and two hours on a Sunday and you beat it. No, it's um a whole month. <laughs>
1: What's There's a like sweet more, spot for a game for you?
0: A sweet in terms of time to like yeah. an RPG. A sweet yeah. spot for me is a couple, like, so I'll play two to three hours on a on one day and then two to three hours on the next day. Like six hours. I'm I'm okay with that. Because I six remember
1: hours and you're good, and you're like, thank you for the six hour entertainment.
0: Yes. You know, yeah. I'm okay with that because I'll sit down and watch Star Wars. Star Wars is a three hour movie. Harry Potter's The Lord of the Rings were three hour movies. I'm, it's like a movie to me, but I get to be the character, right? And mm-hmm. so that's kind of in my head how I see RPGs. I, I still like the long games, like the one I've always complained about, but I still love it at the same time is Assassin's <laughs> Creed Odyssey. I love that game and I love being an assassin in the game, but it's just. I have 120 hours of that game of my life in that game, and I'm not near the end of it. I'm not even close. So it's just like you're like, now what? Like I'm like, I, I'm, like I'm thinking of ways to try to finish the game faster. It is not there. They don't they don't work. I've tried <laughs> like yeah. doing other smaller missions to get more points, and it doesn't work because that still takes forever. Because you got to go gallivanting to different islands in the game. So yeah, it's just like mm. before, but yeah. With your article here, I definitely love list and this list. I'm gonna save this so I can go back when I start streaming and uh pick some games off of here since I know who who likes what, where. Mm-hmm. You know, that's fun to know. And then like I said, it didn't surprise me. FC FC uh, twenty-four is up on top of the list, along with hard Works right behind that, because that's right over in uh, right over in London.
1: Our uh before we get to them. yours. I've got this uh, football game playing on my other window here Mm. uh, with the Eagles and the Packers from 2003. And I didn't find the pick, but I I got to this play while you were talking there on third and nine in the fourth quarter. Oh, sorry. It's the next play. Um, I think
0: this is Monday night football. We played them early in the season that year, too. Oh,
1: this isn't even the playoff game.
0: No, this is the Monday night game. We played them twice. that. So we played them this game and then we played them in the (sighs) playoffs. No they I beat us. Running. They beat it. This is it. This is where we had a lot. I had a couple of fumbles. They uh, Brett threw some interceptions. We end up, it was a turnover thing that we lost this game here, but oh. the stat like the stats wouldn't tell it though. I had it, I had like 150 yards rushing and two touchdowns, but I had two fumbles. Brett had two interceptions. It wasn't well, a good day.
1: I was watching this the handoff, green, yeah. green. Yeah, that's six to the sideline and to the end zone. Look at that. Yeah, I wasn't so I happy. I am not that. I'm not I'm even watching the right game, so never mind. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I remember every game average historian, and I saw that right away. I was like, that's Monday Night Football. because <laughs> If you see the little where it kept the score, that was what ABC – I recognized ABC's thing, and then it was raining at that game. It was torrential downpour. It was wet. That was part of the reason for fumbling because of the moisture on the ball, but no excuses. But it, it, it was what it was. That was pretty Um, awesome. I'm like,
1: I'm looking through this game. You're like, that's the Monday night game. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Hey, we as athletes, we know, like when you do a broadcast, you know, the game, like you'll hear your voice. You'll say like a couple words and you like, oh, yeah, that's the Wisconsin, Minnesota game from 2000, whatever, 15. (laughs) Yeah, I covered and It was in Minneapolis as well. It was a snowstorm. You'll give all the details. Trust me, Right. You know, because you were you were there. You lived it. So. Oh, All right, so and, now uh, that I'm
1: on the right game, I might actually find the Fav pick that we're, we're looking for.
0: Yeah, and Akito, real quick to you, says, yeah, Starfield is going to take you a bit. Yeah, Starfield ain't no joke either. I already saw it's similar to Assassin's Creed. It has that in-depth mission, side mission, side hustles, side jobs. When I see anything side, I'm like, I just shake my hand, like, don't do it, don't do it. You just know that if you start doing side mission they're is no it's an eternity until you get to the end of the game but you still love the game that's why we, we're gamers we do that stuff that's what we get sucked into you know playing these games and then we don't know what we're gotten into so here all right we got some fun stuff coming down the line and disney is always the king ruler of fun stuff for all ages right mm-hmm. and so they got this really cool thing coming out here actually some of my um yeah I saw my this. my geek my, I was in a geek chat of mine that I'm in nerd chat. We are super nerd hard. I'm a hardcore nerd. If you don't know this, if you haven't been in the show's first time, um, AG is a big nerd. So, one of my nerd group put this in there yesterday, and I read it. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna put this on the podcast. This is pretty cool. So, Disney unveils the hollow tile floor, inching us closer to the real hollow deck, real life hollow deck, which is a reference from the TV show Star Trek. So, alongside hmm. announcing that Lenny Smoot will be the first Disney employee besides Walt Disney himself to be inducted into the National Inventors Hall of Fame. So Disney also shared one of the newest projects called the hollow tile floor, which just may be a game changer for VR and could bring us ever closer to experiencing the hollow deck like I mentioned from the Star Trek series. So I'm going to show the video Hmm. of uh, Lenny Smoot here and then. Show a scene from one of the old Star Trek, I think it was Star Trek Generations, where they have the holodeck where it shows like VR simulation um, area that one of the captain was looking for one of the other uh, um, people on the ship. So I'll show this video first of him uh, displaying his invention. Oh, get this now going. Did I mute this? Oh, yeah, I had to mute it. All right. Uh, flip it over. Disney Company, Boom. and the first was Walt Disney himself. I have now 106 issued U.S. patents, and the most coming. I've worked on a thing called the hollow tile floor. The hollow tile
1: floor has so many uses with multiple people walking in virtual reality,
0: with theatrical applications, the power to move objects in any direction. You might even be able to get a little assistance for your moonwalk if you're <laughs> doing a little dancing. Imagineering is one of those things where technology Technology is used in the service of making people happy and entertaining them what more could you ask for in an occupation
1: hi my name is lanny Smoot. And- all right there so the hollow deck allows one to put on i'm assuming uh vr gear and walk around without having to actually move through you know like a room
0: correct right? you just yep. go in
1: place but you're moving in the
0: vr but you're staying in one spot Yep, that's so that's the tile on the floor. So, what it's what they're saying in the article, I'll read more, but I'm gonna show you this video too. Then we'll go back to the the read there. But yeah, they start off with the hollow tile floor, which then can come, come, I say, progress to a VR simulated room that will then, when you're along with the tile on the floor, you're walking and you seem like you're walking, you know, in great distances to cover ground. Like in a, like in this scene coming up, it's gonna be the captain, he's gonna be walking in a, in a hollow deck room where it's gonna be a jungle scene. Okay. It's, it's virtual reality. He's just—it's okay. the—it's the room, you know, vision making him see this because it's what it—you know—it's supposed to do, basically. Right. Answer. Yeah. Could you help me find Commander Data? I understand he's somewhere on this. So he's network. looking for data here, real quick.
1: You must be new to these galaxy class starships, sir. Tell me the location.
0: It's funny. This this show is. <laughs>
1: I, I remember watching the show as a kid. It was always on at night. Right. Like on a weekend, I remember. Yeah, I good as you can see,
0: always good series. Wasn't, not a huge fan, but a fan. Thank you. Yeah. Welcome, sir. yeah. yeah. So it takes him to the holodeck room. Mm-hmm. It, this, it, uh What's she looking at me? I don't know. She was like giving the evil eye, wasn't he? Wasn't I don't she? Know. like, she was like sure man, she's up to welcome, no good. She was thinking something. You to enter, Commander? So he's about to walk oh. into the holodeck room right now and so this is all supposed to be what they're saying to us VR simulated right so when you're on a ship obviously for a long time in space you might get a little cabin crazy cabin fever so they created this hollow deck room to where people can the crew can experience something where they feel they are not on that ship anymore so this is the progression of the hollow tile that was invented by Larry Smoot to then it could eventually get to this level of everything around them is a full immersive VR AR experience basically
1: and so in this series are they going to show him walking on a floor
0: well as th- th- you got to imagine this is the floor like the floor is there now the dirt the rocks like the rocks he's about to walk over now to make it feel like it's shaky so they're in this tv okay. series they're saying that this is all oh! a simulation right if they hit a button it'll just be a room with certain blocks in there but this is all simulated for him so he could have the experience of not being on that ship anymore so it's just interesting. So this is the idea where it's going to go from the tiles on the floor that Larry Smoot had invented to having a VR through Oculus or PlayStation and what have you to experience this. So this woodland pattern is quite popular, sir. So, yeah, it's uh, very interesting where these things can take us, you know, I'm like, mm, that's pretty dope. I, what I think it's going to
1: probably happen.
0: Like, I keep that? watching all these AI videos,
1: man. <laughs> I keep seeing like the future of what we're doing, and there's a one video, Mon, I'll freak you out, where these two guys are talking about how basically you can connect your brain to a machine, and the I've AI seen that.
0: I've seen recognizes that. Recognizes
1: patterns, and then you see you can talk, and it just translates what you're thinking,
0: mm-hmm. and you
1: can envision what you saw, and it'll do its crude drawing of what you saw, and it's pretty dang close. They're gonna be able to. Forget the hollow deck, man. You it's all gonna be in your you're gonna live in your brain. It's gonna push the yeah. right brain buttons, and you're gonna be like, Oh, I'm in the forest, <laughs> and this hurts, you know. They're yes, gonna push yes. all the right brain buttons eventually and just stimulate that.
0: Yeah, the hollow deck
1: might be a part of that at some point, but that's right. Kind of,
0: I mean, yeah, it just it's just showing like you we've seen it in so many movies and t- like you said, so many TV shows for movie directors and writers, because obviously those movie directors writers they have to go interview people consult with just to make sure they have a better idea to write about it that, that is factual that something like this can't exist and you see it in i remember watching i think it was a, a episode of black mirror where yeah. the actors one of the actors was like in a coma but while they're in a the coma they didn't know that you you like the whole series the whole episode was them yeah. until the end you knew they were in a coma you thought right. you were in a regular like that person was living a life, they were growing old, playing with their grandkids. Then, all of a sudden, it flips the scene where that person's laying in the bed, and it's it's just their the um the the, no, the nodes connected to their head signaling out a signal showing what they're seeing, what they're experiencing to the family. And it yeah. was like it, it was a product that you can use to help family members that go into coma still live a life. And I was just <sighs> like, yep. I'm like, oh man, this is this is
1: getting deep. 2061 that'll happen amon we're not yeah sure.
0: and yeah i'll i wonder hmm what i would would you want to do that like be like you say if you go in a coma and you have you basically fill it out the paper and say hey i want to be i want to live a simulated life even though I'm mean, if
1: you don't know that you're
0: living it true i mean true. what if what if that what if
1: what if in two seconds you wake up and you're on the hospital bed and it right. is 2061. And you're like, what was just going on? I was playing football. I was in the league. I was doing a podcast. Right. Who knows, man? True. Yeah.
0: true. So here is a little bit more information I'll, give, I'll I'll share with everyone real quick. So as for the holotile floor yeah. itself, as so as I mentioned, so it might be a little bit of re- repetitive words here. It's described by Disney as the world's first multi-person, omnidirectional, yeah. module, expandable, Treadmill floor. You will have to think of it like they made of many tiles that will all all they uh, can do or or they can to keep keep people or objects in the center of them. This could allow people to have shared virtual reality, um, walk in unlimited distances in any direction and never collide or walk of its uh, of its surface. So 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 basically, many of us have experienced the joy that can be a really stellar a vr experiments experience but there are always certain limitations in immersion that comes with it so yeah, and that's true so with it's while it's great to be able to visit the black spire outpost on the planet of 2 in star wars <laughs> tales of the galaxy uh galaxy's edge in vr you also run into risk of being pulled back to earth when you bump into the couch and not only right. a few feet here and there so yeah so you could grab the article it's on ign.com to finish reading that but i just wanted to get a little bit more information to y'all check it out but something very cool down the line that good for the good of it hope we get a chance to experience it real soon and that just brings me to the part of man i need to get my i need to get the new or i need to and mess around with my vr i have one i haven't played it in a while it's like oh getting that to the other world yeah. is pretty good you need a hollow tile yeah i need it i need that in my life Need that in my life, but real quick. I know Rico's not here, but I got another story for everyone to sh- share. And for all the Overwatch players out there, and my team and I, we've been practicing a lot. And this came up in conversation. I looked it up. I was like, "What?" So Overwatch League, I was obviously I wasn't paying attention. But Overwatch League, this this past year was their last season. And so, with that being said, all the pro team and I, like I thought in reading this article. It was a financial thing Um, between revenue and viewership. Was it matching the needs of the French of the league to stay afloat? So they stopped running competition, but Mm. they Blizzard was able to launch it. The um, all Overwatch championship or champion series, which is uh, taken over by ESL face it group, which is based out of London. And they already run um, competitions of Rainbow Six Siege. Um, for sure. I remember playing um in that league and talking to some of the tos overseas, and I didn't know they were overseas. And I was like, um they're talking nice British accent, and I'm like asking questions, questions. And then she's like, oh yeah, we'll we'll see if we're up that late. And I'm like, huh? I said, what do you mean? She said, oh, we're in London. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I said, I didn't know. I was thinking that you were like on the east coast of the U.S. I didn't know you're way east coast of uh, the world. So. ESL fantastic uh, TO to um, get this league to run it and so from the players that I talked to on my team they they love it actually it's a good idea because then you know between you know players still get to play play mm-hmm. still have the opportunity to go pro um and obviously there's the financial side of it too where players can earn and uh, franchises but you know can earn money and win and so I knew that once this league was created and I remember back in 2015-16 that franchise buy-in was quite a bit high even though it was a big league they had big support they had robert craft the owner from the patriots create a team Um, the boston the boston team was was the team he supported and so i figured okay yeah it's a lot of money per franchise but with his backing there will be other people like himself like other owners nhl major league uh, nfl major league baseball owners that may have a little uh a bite of the esports bug and say hey Yeah, we'll help out. We'll jump in this. league. We see Robert Kraft doing this. He's an innovator. He's a guy that's already have a lot of pull in in a professional sports space. So maybe that happened. And so that didn't happen. And so the franchises basically they were offering first year was 20 million to start a franchise. And then two years after that, I believe it jumped to 40 million. And then once it jumped to 40 million, I knew in the back of my head, I'm like, this may not last very long because they not only have regional teams, just like we have in baseball, basketball, NFL. Here in the U.S., they're over in Europe and Asia as well. So you had uh, a lot of online play, but there was in-person competition as well. But to have a $40, $40 million price tag on a franchise, whew, I was like, that's a little steep for, Yeah, uh, i say, a, a league that's was only around, unfortunately, six years. So it was unfortunate and shut down, but I'm super happy now they have the um, Overwatch Championship Series for future pros, players like mine that are fully into the game that have a place to go in and a place that they're going to love playing in because the players really, you know, say, Hey, players can now keep playing for one. And then two, they're not kind of locked down. And um and with all the rules and some of the things that the Overwatch League had down for them in playing their matches.
1: Yeah. It's good to see that up and going again. And it looks like, what did you, I'm not sure if you got to that part, but two major tournaments planned for 2024.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that's well. down here a little bit. Yep. Right here. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah, they got a uh, so Dallas DreamHack, Dallas, uh, May, or DreamHack, Dallas Major, excuse me, in in late May and June of this year, and then DreamHack Stockholm, where DreamHack originally started before they came to the U.S. So that's uh, good news for all the uh, Overwatch pros, and I say semi-pros, or, in, or ones that are aspiring to be pros in the Overwatch League, so awesomeness, awesomeness. Yeah, Matt Styles. He says, only if esports was around when I was a younger. I know. I say that to myself all the time, Matt Styles. I say that stuff. I say that to me all the time. Good morning, Brian. How you doing? So yeah, just something that, you know, with this league, hopefully, I say with the league going, but the league, but the game still being there, like I said, it, it then sends a signal to other professional leagues that this is how you got to plan it. And it's always a, it's going to be, I say, up until maybe another 20 years from now, it's always going to be a financial thing um, for esports to kind of get going, because we got to have obviously you got to have the money to get to keep it rolling. And John, you mm-hmm. understand that.
1: Oh, yeah. If you yeah. don't have that bankroll to keep everything funding pretty soon, that starts to slow down and everybody gets nervous and then mm-hmm. you get shut down.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So the Overwatch yeah. championship series will be open to players in North America, e. MEA, which I believe is uh, Europe and parts of uh, Asia connected and Asian region. So Asian operations will organize, will be organized by Korean tournament organizer WDG. Each region will have its own set open qualifiers and tournaments. So this model also has been around for a long time. Call of Duty League has done this way before. They've had a, a major, like a league that they have now. So they would do this and a lot of games do this that have the eSports competitive game, my, uh, I say game modes within the game. They have this uh, tournament kind of um, island hopping series where if you have a team, you know, you get your Frank Flyer miles built up. <laughs> you can travel around the world, which is cool for the young player there and are and, and able, still able to compete to everybody. Good morning, JFK, man. How you doing? So that's the part I do love is that these uh, young players and soon to be professionals can uh you know travel the world and but also compete in the game they love and then the last part here i'll i'll finish is craig levine ceo co-ceo of esl face it group commented says overwatch championship series includes a new era of overwatch exports while honoring the traditional and passion built by overwatch esports together blizzard entertainment efg is well positioned to create a truly global experience on the face it platform and at dreamhack festival so for gamers out there that play Overwatch, yay! A little win. It's a little sad, like all, but also a win as well. So, eh, 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 where we headed off next, John? Huh? We got what? Where we at? What we, got next? what we got next? What we got next? What we got next? Oh man, we haven't had it in a couple of weeks. I actually, skipped a week, but it's this or that coming up. Let's hit the. Oh, let's God. hit the the audio here. There. Alright, and this this or that. This is a fighting game edition of this or that. Let me run that again. It was kind of funny. There we go. This there we go. Or <laughs> that. There it is. Alright, this is, this is the fighting game edition, John. So let me get set up for the first one here. And I am ready to go. This first or one. that
1: fighting game edition, Street Fighter or Tekken. Uh, mm. Street Fighter, I'm going with. And this oh, I is didn't like, even hesitate. I like it. Right. Is this like enough. very first Street Fighter or what do we right? Oh, it like, don't matter.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter. The just the, in general the year. Yeah, in general. Or just in general. There's Fighter. multiple ones. Yeah, there's Street Fighter. I think they're on Street Fighter eight or seven now. I know Tekken is on Tekken eight, which I'm gonna talk about later. That's why I, I did this. I'm like, oh, Tekken, oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm no, Tekken. I'm going- like i'll go street fighter how about you so street, yeah, I'm, i mean i'm a street fighter fan i'm uh i have the nostalgic of watching the old and the, like you just said the famous line hadouken, hadouken. i was like what i was as a kid i didn't know what exactly he was saying i was saying all you can i was like oh <laughs> he's saying all you can and i'm like oh i like that but it's hey, like positive i went somewhere else and i'm like hey bro what are you saying i'm like ain't he saying all you can they're like no he is saying hadouken i'm like oh my bad. <laughs> I didn't know. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> right, I was like, I don't know. Is that Mandarin? Is it Japanese? Chinese? I don't know. I mean, know, when you're I... playing this
1: game back in the day, I'm on and you're yeah. at the arcade and it's noisy and you know if it, that's the way you're doing, it, like, man, that was so much. That was that was that was
0: it, man. That was
1: what you wanted to do.
0: Yeah, it was fighting games. Was that that thing that had everybody buy the the arcade cabinet was fighting games. When you're sitting mm. there watching people do the Hadouken or gals uh leg thing where he throws the thunderbolt at you or the, the little thing spins at you and knocks you off your feet and i'm with i'm with the keto here tech it for me i i suck at street fighter i'm not good at it i love to play it i'll play it like somebody say hey mom let's play street Fighter." i'm like all right let's go but then i get destroyed because i just don't <laughs> understand i'm still learning the the mechanics of what you got to do like the half circles to get your combinations going <clears throat> so there's a game. It isn't my game. You know, it's right behind me, but like I said, for nostalgia's sake, but that's it. I'm not good. But Tekken 8, mm, Tekken. Now that's my game. That's my fighting game. There. We'll so find out Tekken. more
1: coming up in our video game releases of the yes. week. Yes, indeed. Man, All is, right, Nick. You got me back to the arcade as a kid, man. Oh, in yeah. The mall and there's the mall. The, the movie theaters had them. Oh,
0: 7 Elevens had them every now and then, or the little you're grocery store. Mortal yes. Kombat,
1: Street Fighter, NBA Jam, at least that's what I'm doing. You're going around, oh, you're doing it all. You're getting stopping for pizza in the food court. You're right back at the arcade. Oh, F, that was awesome. That was
0: a Saturday relig- re- religious thing I would do with my friends in high school. We're going to meet at the mall. And then I was the only one to go game. So I was like, hey, y'all, I'm about to go play some video games. <laughs> and they were like, all right, we'll, we'll see you in a minute, man. All right. And then he, what you got a secret, E or he says I got a secret, a battle box. Oh yeah, battle box is uh in Milwaukee area, John. It's a um fighting game facility. We had um we had the um owner yeah. on here a couple years ago, if you remember. Battle box, the owner and everything. So speaking of uh, the the name of the fighting moves done in the game, here we go. Next one.
1: Okay, I don't even know how to pronounce the other one, Hadouken or how do you? It's you- Kami.
0: It's ka- I think yeah, Kami Ha, Kami Ha. All right, so, let me let me google this. I think uh, it's from Tekken. I think it's what um it's one of the baddies Kamehama. in Tekken's uh power move. That's who it is. It's uh oh god, what's his name? It's uh oh boy. Kamiha. He's the king uh, of Hawaii, is what yeah. Google says. What well, Google, or is it Dragon, Ball Z? Oh, it's Dra- Dragon Ball's? Oh, excuse me. Yeah, I got corrected it's grand-, it's grand-, it's grand Dragon Ball Z. I thought it was
1: god, what's his name? Kami Here, let's see if I can.
0: I thought it was a baddie from Street Fighter or from Tekken. Here, I got it. I got it. Kameha. 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 Oh,
1: yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a Super Saiyan. It's about to get real. Okay. Yeah, when you see that stuff, especially Dragon Ball Z, when it go, it's about to get real. Mm-mm. When Goku does that, Gohan. I'm gonna go with
1: Hadouken because that's the one I know.
0: What? <laughs> I might have to go with Hadouken, too, only because I was, I just got into Dragon Ball Z, so I can't really, I'm not, I'm not very, I say, well, first in that. But I know Guhan, I know Goku. they use those power. They do their Super Saiyan thing. I know it's game over. You got to You about to get tore up. That's all I know about that stuff there. All right. Next one on the list here. Um,
1: Mortal Kombat or Super Smash Bros. Oh, boy.
0: Hmm, It's a tough one for me, too.
1: I love that games fighting games went from like tearing your heart out to like (laughs) lovable characters beating up each other. You know what I mean? Like, that's yeah, that's this game. And that's why it's on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, you know what? If I'm still in this mode of being in the arcade as a kid, Mortal Kombat was part of that. It's been going over to buddies' houses and playing it on Sega. Like, I'm gonna have to go Mortal Kombat just because it was, you know, like at the time when Mortal Kombat comes out, it is so impactful. Like, everyone's like, you see this one? And mm-hmm. then well. blood, and everybody's tearing stuff out, and it's fun,
0: like Mortal Kombat. Not, yeah. not no disrespect to Super Smash Brothers, but yeah, 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 it has a great community. Um, but I'm, I'm this is a tough one for me because I've been playing a lot of Smash obviously since I've been an esports coach because that's the game of games. Yeah, very few leagues that we play in they run a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat tournament or league or season, so they mostly run Smash Brothers because it's just that game right now. So if they were fighting right now, Smash Brothers would be destroying uh Mortal Kombat and and Tekken. This for playable reason or play, you know, viewership reasons and stuff like that. But God, this is a tough one for me, because the one thing I've always tried to do is memorize the fatalities in Mortal Kombat, which I love. It's cause I, I laugh at them. I'm like, oh, my God, they just did that. Like the ones today in the new Mortal Kombat one and the one came out two years ago as well. They chopping like they doing like Jason murder. Well, Jason's in the game. <laughs> If you yeah. know that Mortal Kombat, they have Jason in the game. And this is the first motion capture uh practice right there. And we had the guy a couple years ago um that was the voiceover and did some of the acting with Midway a few years ago. Remember, we had him on the show. So he's this is how they did their motion capture for all the graphics in the game. Yeah, and this is so when. cool to see
1: this footage, like and to see how that all worked because it was it was really cool. I wonder if they have they have one where they're up on steps here yeah so this is how they got all that this is how you're flying through the air kicking somebody
0: yeah so you got a balance but what they do they balance them and they's like hold that move real quick and we'll take a picture so motion capture pretty much they're doing most you know futuristic future motion motion capture right there
1: <laughs> that's crazy
0: yeah, one of a, one or two of these guys were at the Midwest Gaming Classic, yeah, because they're oh, from really? Chicago. Yeah, Midway is right in Chicago. Okay, that makes sense so for the it's name. About it, it's about at it, um, it Midway Airport, so yeah, they're not far away if they come to the Midwest Gaming Classic, but it's in, in Milwaukee. Um, I'm gonna try to. I'm. I've been trying for years to get there. And that's Sonya. I think that's Sonya.
1: I think it's funny they have to like dress up.
0: Now, mm-hmm. now it's the
1: motion capture. You wear that silly suit. Back then, they're like full cosplay. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it because it was like it was um what is it? It was stop stop motion. It was like almost stop motion motion capture. It was motion capture before it became motion capture, and then once technology came in, it's like hey, now you can put on a suit, and then we could put these little balls on you, and then that would be the graphics. So now yeah. you're not the graphic no more because that's what happened to me when I did okay. uh, NFL two K to uh, NFL two K back okay. in uh, nineteen ninety nine. You know, I put on this. So by the time from that was like in a. Early 90s, late 80s, to when I did my motion capture in 1999 in uh uh, in Redwood, you know, San Francisco area. So that's where it had progressed to a suit with balls on your head, on your face, on your back, on your shoulders. So I do the running and jumping and walking and you know, catching the ball. And it was just, you know, how it's done. All right, here we go. We got a couple more left. That's it. Of uh this this week. Yeah, fighting game edition. Here we go. Oh, characters now.
1: Uh, is it Ryu? Yep, Ryu. Or Scorpion?
0: Mm. Mm. I mm-hmm. say I use Scorpion a lot when I play Mortal That's my first pick because I like to freeze people. I think it's so cool to freeze somebody midair and then punch them out of the sky. Okay. But the uppercut them out of the air. Like, boom, I froze you, then bah, don't do that again. So I am a Scorpion guy. I like Ryu. I just don't know his combos. That's is something.
1: Ryu like the main guy
0: in street He's one Fight of the we... main guys. Yeah. Ryu, Ken, Gol, and uh Chung Li. Yeah. You know, those are kind of the old ski old school Street Fighters, right Yeah. There. First
1: game nineteen eighty seven, Ryu. Yeah. yeah, I'll go yeah. with Ryu. But although yeah. the freezing the midair is pretty cool.
0: Yeah, I love oh, yeah. When I saw players, I would watch over somebody's shoulder and they were using Scorpion and I saw that move. And I'm like, Did he just freeze him mid flight? I said, Oh yeah, I got to do that. I said, I gotta freeze you in mid flight and then punch you out of the out of the air because you're trying to do some aerial Wait, Sub-Zero
1: attack. Zero is the freeze guy or scorpion.
0: Oh, that I'm totally see, I got so excited. You know how I get excited and don't realize that I'm mixing up things, so i messed mess that up. <laughs> That's okay. okay. So Scorpion, he's the fire dude. Sub Zero is my guy.
1: Okay, so, so you so you going Ryu or Scorpion now that you
0: know? uh, well, well, Scorpion's you name, know, fire and water is not much different. But you, oh, can, he's, he's get
1: over, over here, get over yeah, here.
0: Yeah, I like his line. See, I got so excited because I just saw the name Scorpion, and I just thought Sub Zero the whole time. Uh but yeah, I like to get over here too. I use Scorpion every blue moon. I like to oh. say that.
1: This might be it. I might change my vote.
0: Get over here. Look at that. <laughs> Scorpion wins. See, I was so geeked up about it that, and I do that a lot. Sorry. Sorry, chat. <laughs> Get over here. That is it. Boom. Bring it back. All right. Get well, I, and the last and final question, which is always the case with the fighting game gamer is what the controller they're using you know what i'm saying and it's got to be one of these two arcade stick the Fight fights or, just... or a fight stick it's either arcade stick fight stick but same thing
1: so are we talking like what's an arcade stick is that so, talking...
0: so the arcade stick is what we had at the arcade but it's right. just the, cut you know like yeah a little joystick the joystick and then the buttons and then okay. a controller is the controller, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch
1: mm, controller. That's a good question, Amon. Right. Oh and, and, and and
0: like I said, it, it depends. If you're a fight stick person, you are that dude or girl. You're going to play with that fight stick, that means you are a boss. So you got to watch out for the ones that use the fact uh, actual, or a fight pad or actually Ooh, use a fight, fight? pad. It's a, It might be a little bit of the same. I don't, I'm not sure. I have a oh, yeah. Controller. And then with Super Smash Brothers games, with all Nintendo games, people usually use the older joysticks. They don't use the current Switch joysticks. They use the N64 uh, controllers to play Smash, and you got to have the adapter to connect the controller too, because it just it's the old GameCube controller, as uh, Er mentioned. That old controller will play on the new Switch now because you mm-hmm. got an adapter. Yeah. So those it was are the just, hardcore.
1: People games. love it so much.
0: Because it, I, I guess, because probably mechanically it works better to where the buttons are on the controller. I would have to say that it's a mechanical thing.
1: So, we're talking just to make sure I'm on the same page. That we got so controller people for JFK, use, so like these,
0: yeah, that a lot of people will go back to that controller, even though it's a new game, oh, and play and play and use that one. Interesting. Yep. Yep. That's it. Controller. I'll go controller.
1: I, I don't. Yeah, I'll go controller.
0: I've done both. I've had yeah. a Tekken fight stick. Yeah, I've done both. I've, I've, I've just done both to see how it feels, you know, and see if the difference is what the big difference is. Um, It's really, I say it's cool to have the fight stick because the fight stick, they could get custom fight sticks. Now, so if there's companies that make them right because they're esports pros that are fighting game pros. And so there's big companies i don't know the name of the company so if anybody in the chat knows those some of the peripheral companies that make fight stick controllers um i could i seen them i've been obviously you know, for all the cons i've been to john in uh, chat, i see huge ones like like 12 inches long and two inches thick and they have different colors and design people pimp them out you know they have sparklers on it or they have crazy you know they have their fairy character, character on it and so it's pretty dope they come around. I got I know I don't know if it's the regular controller companies like Power A or um Astro Gaming if they make them, but I know they exist and I've seen them and they look so cool. I said mm-hmm. if I was if I say if I got really good if I was a pro, I would do it too. Put your rotation. <laughs> it's okay, Akito. All right, we we're getting out of there. We're heading into games of the week so let's get set up for that. Here? here,
1: release the games. It's time for the game releases. Game, game. releases. I Once game again, Amon, just so everybody knows what games I'm picking here, <laughs> I just go off of what I think sounds interesting, doesn't need to be like an amazing, uh. Yeah game that everybody's been waiting for it could be the suckiest game of all time and the, the title just kind of drew me in right i always like to preface this because when i saw when the howl came oh, oops, we were not down prepared you there we go so this looks interesting to me it's 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 kind of a little different. It's a turn-based tactile folk tale. This is from Steam. Set in medieval times. Uh, Sinister howling plague has ravaged the land, turning all who hear it into feral beasts you Mm. play a deaf heroine plunging into danger in search of a cure so the the graphics right away i was a little like okay what are we doing but it's not bad (laughs) like it's different i I, i'm I'm enjoying the difference of it i like the idea that that you're deaf like the person is so they can't be infected by the howling right so that's a really interesting little turn there like Okay, oh. the lead character is deaf and that's the reason why they're able to, to go on this on this journey. So
0: awesomeness. I like yeah. it already between the graphics, like you said, different graphics, not the usual just kind of pop off the page or off the screen graphics, but looks very fun to play. And then you said you're deaf, and so you that's why you're not being turning into a lichen or a werewolf. hmm Like it. I got it on loop here, so we'll play that. It was a quick uh trailer there, but
1: Oh, would, you, would you put that
0: down or would you uh, would you try that out? Power, yeah, definitely.
1: Definitely, it's on, it's, on, it's on
0: Switch. Man, Switch is pulling out some games, man. They, PS5, they are hitting switch it. it's on everything, really. They're hitting it, and I will play this on a Switch because I like I'm on the run. Uh, Power World is out too, as it, uh, Eeyore mentioned, and that's like I'll talk about that later. But this game right here, yeah, I like, I like how.
1: I mean it, the the concept. Like I said, the concept of it. There's there's something going on. It's a plague. So you kind of got like that whole like uh, infection type of like zombies. Kind of like not really zombies, but you know what I mean. The like zombies are, the, being, were, are you
0: the it's the werewolves yeah. instead of zombies, right? I right. Instead
1: it. of zombies, you're being infected with something else. Yeah. Yeah. So so they got that aspect of it. Didn't go all out on the graphics, but I'm not sure even sure how long that something like that would take. I mean, maybe this is more right. difficult in some sense, right? True,
0: true. But um, some, you know, it's to it's to, it's to the eye of the beholder in terms of who created it, you know. Right. So they got games um, like this that uh, obviously don't. The graphics ain't what makes the game; it's the gameplay. And so yes. a lot of games, a lot of games are like this in the video game space where you look at the graphics, like man, I ain't touching that game. But then when you start playing, you're like, oh, it's just so awesome. Yeah, exactly me was uh if you, it is a game back in right i was playing it a lot when i retired it was called not a game you would think i would play too just because by the title of the name of the game it was called fairy tale fights just so you know you can look it up fairy tale fights, fights. And, and it was as of fun actually as it as it says fairy tale Fights. so you had the fairy tale characters like jack and jill went up the hill the big bad wolf uh old mother hubbard fighting like street fighting i think i've I've, I've mentioned this before on uh this the the show before but it is a hilarious game i was on 360 if i find it i will i will play it on stream if i can with hdmi i'm not sure about it what's up um i'm gonna look that up before i leave can i put an honorable mention because i see some people talking about it in the chat yeah Um, have you heard about this game yeah, Power World. Oh yeah, I've heard a lot about this. My my students talk about it. I was talking about the last three, four days of practice.
1: Yeah. So apparently, players. yeah, they're calling it Pokemon, but with guns,
0: right? <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the our Pokemon and Arc World combined, where it's yes. like a third world RPG collection, you know, journey. So shout out to to this Power pa-
1: pa- World. Power World. Pal World, um, it sold over six million copies in its first four days and has broken at least one record on Steam. It's the open world survival game, and apparently, you can build settlements and smash rocks. I don't know, but like I said, um, you also fight these little monsters that resemble Pokemon and you fire the machine guns at them or something. I don't know, but everybody's talking about it.
0: Yeah, you Keto's know, playing it. I was watching him playing it, or not watching him, I just like looking at his. Uh, xbox tag and instead of power world i'm like what is that he's like it's like pokemon and arc world where you gotta <laughs> and then shooting i said wow okay i thought pokemon had powers i didn't know they had to they didn't have to shoot things or they oh, shoot I things could. out of their hands and bodies
1: and just looking at the gameplay like you can tell
0: that this is like every everyone's gonna be playing this everyone
1: is playing everyone is thing. playing
0: this yeah right man and EOR like a master, everyone I know is playing it. Yes, a lot of people. Eeyore, I'm playing it. Yeah, I, I'm no surprise. Yeah, it's just that yeah, If you're into Pokemon's too, you can't fight the the urge to go play this game. This is that game you must have under your, your gaming palette. Go check it out. It's everywhere. Is it free to play? Is is another question. Is that why everybody's playing it?
1: Um, good question.
0: And then my game of the week, as you look that up. I actually got to bounce him on,
1: um, but I'll let all you get right. to your game. Thanks to everybody. No problem. Um, Have a good and, rest of your day. Yeah. And uh, I'm loving Loki.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: I'm loving man. Loki, man. So yeah. if you want to uh, say
0: some real quick big bits before what you like, what you like about it, the yeah, last episode okay. or this uh, episode, can, what I mean, episode, episode four,
1: four. Um, all right. Real quick. Renslayer and the clock apparently want to take over. Right. So yeah, that's kind of yeah. where we left it um meanwhile uh is it he who remains he remains. who remains i wrote he who yes is his name i forgot the <laughs> remains
0: it's he who remains yes
1: uh so he goes to the to, to the tva from the 1890s it's not the original he who it's and it's
0: uh remains. his name is yeah. victor timely victor timely
1: it's yes and name. they come up with a plan to stop the loom from overloading overloading mm-hmm. uh but then Renslayer and that stupid clock decide to take over loki then this is what I wrote: kills himself, but it's from earlier in the series. Yeah, so it's for,
0: it's a few episodes. They kind of backtrack, and so if you're paying attention, you will real see where he, the first episode, where he's trying to figure out why everything is falling apart in the TVA, and he's running back and forth on the balcony and downstairs and upstairs, up the elevator, up the staircase, and then without the jacket either. So that was the big key for me. Was the guy running, the one Loki's running without his jacket? It's the okay. one that's in the jacket. That's the new one. That's basically the good. Not a bad one, the one that's running around, but the one that needed to be gone. And yes. he said he'll tell Sylvie, I'll tell you about this later. So next episode, we'll talk about that.
1: And spoiler alert at the end of episode four, spoiler alert, please turn down the podcast. Spoiler. See, Rico, this is how you do it. Spoiler yep. alert let people know if you don't want to hear it this is your last warning you've had more than ample enough time to to turn this down or fast forward to it if you're listening on the podcast which by the way go resubscribe um if you did yes. have the subscription this podcast oh, we had to switch things up apple spot just go back to it you're going to have to resubscribe and follow 100%. um so then right uh timely. victor victor timely goes out to save the loom and it was so shocking amon at the, he just yes, just I was ripped. like, Oh, he whips he away. Spaghetti. And I'm like, spaghetti. Oh, great, we got two more episodes, but apparently everyone's dead. Like, I'm
0: like, oh my god, he turned to spaghetti. It, it was like, so it, shocking. It ripped him apart that bad. I'm like, oh my, I would hate to die like that. It's, it's, so... a, quick, it's a quick death, so you may not, he might not have felt a whole lot. Oh, I'm sure he didn't feel
1: anything.
0: Other other than the first little initial sting. And after that, he didn't feel nothing else. Yeah, that's, there was probably a moment
1: of terror, right, where he's mm-hmm. realizing this isn't raw, right, and then he's then he's gone. He's gone. The but they ended is- like that, and I'm like, okay, let's see where we go on this. I'm loving Loki. I'm loving Loki for sure.
0: Um, because <laughs> I'm eating food. <laughs> Sorry about that. ER. All right, I'm out. All right, Thanks, John, guys. you gotta go, man. Thanks for jumping in today. Yeah. Have a good rest of your day and week, man. So now I'm going to get to my game. Let me go back to game releases. Sorry about that, ER. I I didn't get to finish my breakfast. So I was just trying to sneak some in while John was talking. But never the matter. Get to my game of the week. Tekken 8. Mm. Like I said, this is my fighting game that I love to play. So Tekken 8 continues the tragic saga of Mishima Bloodline. And its world-shaking father and son grudge matches after defeating his father amachi nishima kazuwa continues his quest to global domination using the forces of g corporation to wage rage war on the world Jin is my guy he is forced to face his fate hands-on as he is united with his lost Long lost mother. Wow. Now that's a, that's new. I haven't seen his mom. That means she post most likely going to be a fighter in the game <clears throat> and seeks to stop his father kazoo Kazua' reign of terror. So experience the next chapter of the long running video game storyline with thirty two redesigned, unique fighters and master all the all new heat system. A heat system. That's so dope. A heat systems added to the game to crush your opponents. So that must be something like a fatality type Peggy button 16. coming at you. So enjoy the high fidelity graphics developed for the new generation of hardware to showcase every movement of impact and aggressive super moves. So with a variety of single player content to explore, such as brand new arcade quest mode, which hasn't been the first time. They've done this quite a few years ago back in uh, Tekken between Tekken 5 6 and 7 they did a quest mode or like a story mode then and an in-depth customization system for both playable and avatar characters so Tekken 8 introduces the most thrilling experience yet people and if you're going to want to play me in fighting games where I got a fighting chance this is my game so anybody want to test me I got Paul for you I got Forrest Law for you and I got Eddie Gordo and his master trainer as well that I like to go to as my fighters. So, yeah, and we just want you just want beat me up a little bit. Let's do that. I like to do that. I'm a glutton of punishment, so I, I don't take getting beat down in a video game too heartily because it's, it's fun. So, and it's multiplayer. As Er mentioned, he knows this very well because he sells them. And he says, "Or oh, thirty bucks early access."
1: 16.
0: But you know me. I gotta get. Is that digital? ER or is that hard disk included? Oh, needs a button to press the sound off of Claxon. It says no, it's a spoiler. No, it's a spoiler. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Got it, got it. So there's Tekken 8 out this week. And the game is just one of my favorite fighters, as y'all can tell. Oh, that looked like a new forest. There's Jacks, And then um Paul, or... I'm trying to think the, the tiger name. I forgot his name. I'm blanking, drawing a blank. What's the tiger name? That's the wrestler. As soon as you say his name, I'm gonna be like, that's it. If you remember his name, chat. King. Yes, King. Thank you, JFK. King. I love King. I'm not good at King. I wish I was. He does wrestling moves. But King, Paul. Forrest Law, Eddie Gordo and crew. There's about three fighters that may have Eddie Gordo's fighting style. The Caporetta, that's Brazilian fighting style. And they're kind of like it's a dance move, but all of a sudden you're gonna get a, a stiff back foot to the toe head because of the way the moves go. Uh I love I love Eddie Gordo's fighting style that he learned from his uh his coach <clears throat> there. From his uh, neck of the woods. All right. headed down to the last segment of the show here. What's on stream? So I'm going to get set up for that. Everybody left me. So I'm rolling solo. Here we go.
1: Row, row, row your boat. Gently. Uh, Sorry. Excuse me. It's time for what's on stream.
0: All right. What's on stream here? I actually got to pull it up so many other towels to get ready for. I didn't get ready for this one, but we're talking about season two, Loki, episode four, the TVA. Loki. Do some editing. Episode four. Uh, and so we—it's called the episode is called Heart of the TVA. The TVA's loom nears catastrophe failure catastrophic so excuse me catastrophic failure but loki morbius and sylvie have he who remains variant to kind of fix the problem and like john already mentioned yeah some of, some of that happens and some of it does not so i think i found a video we will put this on let it get through the uh advertisement here on youtube but it's a lot of big stuff going on here. Again, they're trying to save all the other variants that are a part of this universe, because if the variants and their branches get pruned, that means they stop existing. So they find Victor Timely right there. Boom. Uh, let me pause it. Darn it. Let me go back. Mm -mm -mm. victor timely right there we find him on uh in the episode here who who has been basically the guy one of the variants that knows of he who remains and what he's been up to kind of half happily because rc behind the scenes he's been double crossing raven slayer she finds out that she was her brain got wiped of a conversation of her and he will remain saying that how they're going to take over the universe slowly by you know pruning the branches and she was going to be the one that executed everything but then got her brain got wiped so she doesn't remember all of this so it's just a lot of interesting things going on here in this episode so for to the chat if you've been keeping um, pace with us it's just a lot of big oh my gods and then like my man there's the spaghetti scene i was talking about right there that was victor's timely uh attempt to go across the bridge to try to fix the loom that was you know in a catastrophic failure breakdown and as soon as he stepped out the door this is what happens to him he turns he gets ripped apart into spaghetti strings by the radiation that the loom was given off because of its uh erratic and um out of control nature because it's about to blow up basically and so but during the episode, you know, this is the beginning part. This is the ending part of the episode. But in the beginning, you watch Loki. You watch Sylvie. Loki's uh, one of Loki's variants. And Raven Slayer. And the the guards that were once in control of the TVA. And orbius OB, you know, when he meets Victor. They basically were <laughs> building... What the TVA is and working together, not even knowing it over time, because Obi said, I, I wrote a book about, you know, something that you you know, this guy named Victor Timely wrote. And he's like, realizes that's Victor Timely and vice versa. Victor Timely studies information from Obi to create the loom. So it's just interesting how the writers were able to cross those paths of, you know, future past people coming in and make it really cool for us to watch on the series and unfold. And we're still not done yet we have two episodes to go so um again we see victor timely there's a loom at the end of the episode that blows up you see the scene here and that's the same look to me <laughs> that to me that is the same look on loki's face of when he got choked out by uh thanos in infinity war so he has experienced many deaths as a god and as a person that is time slipping multi-universes through multiverses in his lifetime so he's experienced a lot um and it's just interesting to how what else is going to happen because we see this big explosion blows up everything at the end of the episode and so and that's where raven slayer finds out about how she's been double-crossed by hero remains and then that she wants to kill victor timely when she sees him because or not her sylvie wants to kill him because of what the destruction as she's done to all the people living in that time and then getting pruned away because once you get pruned everything dies like i mentioned so um john said a lot i said a lot and so if you're keeping up it's going to be interesting It's like where did this go from here because as we saw the big explosion at the end of this episode and this is timely this is miss minutes how she influenced victor timely to be who he is as a variant of he who remains who's right there. And so now, like I mentioned, with the big explosion at the end, Victor Timely getting shredded here, getting ready for um, some Linguini, it looks like. And so where is this going? Um, we have two episodes left to find out. I haven't watched them. I'll probably watch them watch one to, watch one. Watch the episode tonight, then wait a couple of days, watch it again to see where we're going. But he remains this who that is him right there on the screen he had he's around in the universe he's been mentioned in so many ways in other episodes other series and other movies of the marvel cinematic universe so this is very interesting to see where this is going and where and how it's going to end for season two of loki i'm pretty sure i haven't looked it up but i'm pretty sure season three of loki is is green lighted because there's too much to cover and to tie off storylines just with only two episodes in my opinion so this is not it for for loki this would definitely be a season three coming up because you got a lot of questions a lot of things got to happen for you you say this is over and this storyline is done so that's my opinion and um hope you tune in next week we'll be back same bat channel same bat chime here on among greens gamers lounge i want to say thank you to everyone and jumping in watch the series you could get caught up i'm only really on four episodes they're about 45 minutes to an hour long it's a fun show. It is. Hulk versus Bonnie. Hey, man, how you doing? Haven't seen you in a while. It is a fun show. Has a lot of little Easter eggs everywhere in the space because Marvel Universe, Marvel Cinematic Universe has been. A, giving us a ton of movies, TV shows, stuff for 15 years now. And so with them doing what they're doing on Disney Plus, with the series they drop in. They have Echo out now, which is part of the cinematic universe as well, and the Daredevil uh area because Kingpin is in that. So, watch that. I'm gonna start watching that too, but I'm gonna wait a little bit before I I'm gonna finish up Loki. Watch these two episodes this week, so by the weekend, I'm get ahead of everybody, see the future a little bit. So, you know what I'm saying? So, again, thank you for everyone checking out Among Green's Gamers Lounge, and uh, we'll be back next week. Same back channel, same back time. These are the social medias at the bottom, you can follow. Me and the show, John and Rico, who wasn't here, but we got some fun stuff we're doing tonight. So if you're in Nebraska, you're in Lincoln, you're in Omaha, the the Women's Professional Volleyball League has started, and the Supernovas is the Omaha team. And I'm going to look in my phone here to see who they play. They play the Atlanta team, I believe. They play the Atlanta team. Let me go to my photos, get that pulled up properly. They play the Atlanta. I don't know what the Atlanta is called. They have a symbol. I don't know, but they play the Atlanta team tonight at seven p.m. up at the Chi Center here in Omaha, Nebraska. So if you have an opportunity to come, come on out. It's the first game. This is history being made. That a women's has a women have a professional volleyball league that is starting up here all over the United States. And the teams actually, I could look at all the teams all over the U.S. You have a Atlanta team, you have a San Diego team, a Vegas team, Orlando team. Um, the Grand Rapids team, Columbus team, I'm, I'm assuming Columbus, Ohio. Uh, and so it's what? So it's one, two, three, four, five, six teams right now. And I'm pretty sure it will be growing. So six teams, the games will be played between January 24th for the Supernovas to May 9th. And then I'm pretty sure there's going to be a a playoff championship run playoff system and run on to who will be the first champion of the women's professional women's volleyball team. That's now here in the United States. So check it out tonight at the CHI Center up in Omaha, which used to be the old Quest Center um, in downtown Omaha. Um, Check that out, please. And uh, thank you. Hawk versus Spawn. Good seeing you, man. Haven't seen you in a while. JFK, the Bears fan. Appreciate you. Uh, Eeyore, Akito. All the usual suspects, JP, the Orange and Lantern. How you doing? Thank you for the cheer bits and thank you for jumping in. And what did he say? He said, "Cheer 100." Hey there, AG. Just wondering if you have a retro older than 10 years old game or game system. Go back to your comfort. Yes, I do. I usually as I usually end up back in the PlayStation 2 era for a game. For me, I go I go way back. Like I just found a Nintendo. Um, not just found my wife bought me a nintendo emulator so i have cartridges so i have super mario brothers 2 i was just playing a couple of nights ago Um, my playstation 3 it turns on but i didn't see the picture so hopefully it was just the tv i'll plug it in a newer tv it was an older tv i plugged in so playstation 3 games also playstation 2 for me um i have my 360 but that not here with me but it's back home in texas so i i go down that nostalgic lane just to kind of feel good for a few hours like oh man this is why i'm coaching now this is why i'm playing video games and everything so yeah i do that nostalgic retro trek every now and then and nintendo switch helps out a lot if you go to you know the eShop, they have a lot of free games you can download all the old stuff pac-man and dig dug and this all and and xbox game pass has the old games too. galaga um they have dig dug as well frogger all that stuff so i do do that as well so bears fan thank you for putting the commands in as well uh etsy sly as well and uh so appreciate y'all so i'll be back we'll be back here next week more gamer talk more of of all the fun nerdy stuff that we do here on the gamers lounge all right y'all peace out be safe see you next week